All right, so one more common thing to you guys on tonight's episode of the imprint. So you're starting over. It's awesome to have you guys here, like I said. Awesome, awesome. Previous episode, we talked about performance currency and uh, we had a whole lot of opinions. You know, people come to explain what, how they see performance currency. And it was awesome. We had been that we had a wonderful time together. The period for interactivity was there. And we were away last week because we were setting some new things in place, you know, just put together a team so we had to you know set things right all right that is me we're starting a series yeah trading series so we're going from crypto to forex to stock we're talking about a whole lot of things basically so um starting off we will be bringing a whole lot of informed speakers so for the next probably 15 episodes they all be talking about trading 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 so you know it's wonderful you definitely do not miss any of the episodes any of them because these are episodes that actually inform you about the writings so tonight yeah we're doing you know, an overview on crypto versus forest versus stocks yeah you know a whole lot of people come to this market uninformed they don't even know what the market is about many people don't know what the market is about or they don't know they want to trade so many people came into this market with the knowledge of flipping accounts probably they knew about the period or they heard about the period when people were funding accounts with a hundred dollars and were flipping it to thirty thousand dollars or you know recently said one of my students on the billion hub funded an account with four dollars and moved it up to like a hundred dollars thereabouts you know that's like times 25 yeah so probably came in hearing that oh yeah people come to flip accounts or you heard of that period yeah last year during the shit season when people were flipping account myself i did something like that yeah xbm i did like 30 there about on, on that token and a whole lot of people were doing that that's probably what made you get interested in the financial market but yeah let me make it clear to you coming to this market with that mindset of that instant gratification mindset sure these things will happen and yeah. these things are happening they have happened they're happening and they will still happen but it's not advisable all right that you are you come into the market with this mindset because eventually it gets to affect a whole lot of things affects your training affects your psychology affects your emotions affects a whole lot so before i help you define your interest you know on crypto forex or stocks yeah it is very pertinent of me to make you aware of the fact that these things will happen here but that doesn't mean you just come in with this mindset and expect or you are waiting to flip an account and then when you go do that you become sad or you feel like you're not hitting goals no 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 all right so the financial market have been around for a whole while i was doing some research some time ago and i realized that the financial market have been around since like the 13th century or 14th century or so now i'm not ready to start the history class and start telling about the market and all of that but just so you know yeah market have been around before you were born and you'll still be around even when you die so just relax on your hasty learning and you trying to you know, know everything at home just relax chill a bit here give me a proper understanding of the market so the financial market as the name implies you know, is a form of market that allows you to sell and buy a lot of assets so many assets like stock uh, cryptocurrencies foreign exchange equity bonds derivatives a whole lot yeah simply put financial market is that place where you come in you know to do buying and selling just like every other regular market what makes the difference is that most of the time the financial market is digital all right so individuals firms investors they can use the financial market to base funds yeah probably expand their operations on their business basically to generate more money and i know this is the part you love to get yeah, the money part so yeah now that we know what the financial markets are know that yes in this market we can make money we can do a whole lot of things the question is which of this market should i trade which of this market should you trade 
Should you trade the forex market? Should you trade the crypto market or should you trade the stock market? Okay, and that's what we'll be dealing with in tonight's episode or in this week's episode. So just so you know, yeah, the first thing to understand is that there's a certain principle that governs all financial markets. You know, forex, stocks, crypto, there's one principle that governs them, and that's the basic principle of demand and supply. So all these markets are controlled by demand and supply. You know, basically when there are more buyers in a market, the price of that commodity goes when there are more sellers, the price tends to come down. Just for example, now let's use this car commodity like fuel, okay, or fuel, the way most of us call it, petrol, all right? When there's so much petrol in availability there, petrol is everywhere, yeah. what happens? The price will most likely come down. But when it's scarce, what happens? Like obviously in the past six, seven, eight weeks, yeah, scarcity boom makes the price go down. That's the same thing that happens in the market. Even as common as a basket of tomatoes, yeah. When tomatoes is scarce and you see oh many people find the call to get tomatoes, you know, basically buyers are so many people want to buy but the available commodity is very, very less. What happens yeah, the price goes up because those that have the available market increase the price. And then when it is in abundance is in surplus and then buyers sellers are not more than buyers, people try to begging people to come and fight. And that's what happens in financial markets. Alright, same thing up is applied, this principle is applied, demand and supply. So when the price of the commodity, when there are more buyers than sellers, for example, when crypto, what happens? Price goes up. When more people are buying, more people are demanding, the price goes up. Same thing applies to stocks and currencies too, yeah. So that's basically what leads to the bear market. In bear markets, you can almost probably almost have the end of the bear market, bear market. So in a bear market, it's simply a market where there are more sellers than buyers. There are more people selling and there are more people buying. Simple CBC. Alright, and not only the bear markets happen in crypto, yeah, they also happen in forex and in stocks. It's basically any market where there are more sellers than buyers. Any market that has the tendency of going down is a bear market. Alright, so another thing you need to note about the financial markets generally is that because of the, you know, efficient market absorption of news, like the markets react to news very well. All markets tend to react to the news, be the forex market, the crypto market, the stock market, whatever market is you trade, except probably the derivative markets, like synthetic, synthetic market that is based off on the, um, is a simulated uh, market, it's based off on the price of other commodities. Yeah, I'm not really going to, I'm not even trying to go deep into all of that. But understand that um, the efficient addition of news definitely makes the markets you know have those shocks here and there. For example, yeah, a BTC whale, right? a Bitcoin whale in Japan or somewhere in Asia, you know, converted hundred million dollars of BTC to Japanese yen. What happens there? Yeah, it has an impact on the crypto market. Or probably during this period when you know Ukraine was fighting wars and the whole lot, the wars, war talks basically yeah, in the White House, in Russia, everywhere. What happened? It had an impact on US-based currency, forex currency pairs. So the markets understand that all markets, yeah, generally react to news. Of recent, when Elon Musk, you know, bought a certain percentage of the company shares of Twitter, what happened? Boom, Twitter stock rose about something, I was 13% or 9%. I can't even remember the exact figures. But understand that the markets react to news. Okay, so what I'll be doing in this episode, you know, defining the three markets. I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not going to try to say, oh, this market is good, this market is bad. No, no, I'm just going to define the three markets. And, you know, the next will probably make you understand the one you have invested. Alright, so first thing first, the cryptocurrency market, the crypto market for short, is a decentralized market. What does that mean? When is the market decentralized means, um, it is not created, regulated by a central authority. There's no one person, no centralized authority, you know, controlling the operations of the market. Okay. You know, just like you have your um, central bank of Nigeria, you know, 
controlling um, the movement or you know stenting basically has authority over the nerve right so in cryptocurrencies there's really no central authority like a government controlling them instead you know they're distributed across a computer network basically yeah digital network so cryptocurrencies can be purchased and sold or on exchanges and held in wallets so if you're wondering yeah these wallets that people mention all the time you know you see people going around saying oh i have a crypto wallet i have a crypto wallet basically these are just things you use to you know hold crypto exchange crypto you know, perform receiving and sending transactions and these are the basic things you can do with the wallet. So cryptocurrency trading is diversified. So there are so many methods of trading crypto, so many methods. Yeah, so many things you can do with cryptocurrencies. I mean you can do sports trading, you can do leverage trading, you can invest in shipping pools, okay, you can do staking, you can stick your coins on or tokens, you can do lending and borrowing that is basically there's this thing we do with microfinance banks where you can run borrow money. You can actually use the cryptocurrency. So there's lending and borrowing. Now I'm not I'm not saying this so you want to open the wallet and actually borrow money. Yeah. I'm just telling you things you can try to do There's a whole lot, yeah. Buying and selling of digital arts like NFTs, yeah, which is very popular in a whole lot. Even getting access to the metaverse. You know, a few episodes back to talk about demystifying the metaverse. So we had um, AY tell us about a whole lot of conspiracy theory. So yeah, cryptocurrency is one thing you can do with that, okay? So for now, I'm just going to keep it simple and address the basic methods. I'm not going to go into all those complex ones, so it's not difficult for you to understand. So the basic methods of trading cryptos are basically leverage trading, which a whole lot of us call futures, and spot trading. You know, that word futures really scares a lot of people out, you know, being that they see it as, as the doom of every crypto trader, like, ah, oh, yeah, you trade futures no more, about. So once someone hears, oh, I'm trading futures, like, ah, oh, yeah, you trade futures, get my granting. So, I believe a whole lot of people really lose money in futures because they don't understand the concept of this Maybe some are not good analysts, maybe some have issues with psychology, but majorly, you know, I won't kill yeah, is improper risk management. So we'll not be going into all of that here, there will definitely be an episode for that. This is just to show you what these markets are about. So, like I mentioned, there are two major things you can do with the cryptocurrency markets, two major methods of trading. You have leverage trading, you know, which involves you speculating on price changes of the cryptocurrency without actually having ownership of that crypto. So you can actually make money trying to, let me use the word predict in layman terms, trying to predict the price of the cryptocurrency over a period of time, like that's going to be uh, by next, by the next you know, two, three days, this price of this coin should be. So you are like betting on that and you are taking the trade, you know, on that. You are not really buying it, you know, you are not having ownership of that cryptocurrency, but you make money from the price changes. Alright, you can't make money or lose money, yeah, just so you know. Alright, so you can choose to go long or buy, like you see, quality, you know, going long on the coin or token. So you can choose to go long if you see that the price may rise, or you go short or sell if you think that the price will fall. And so for you to actually trade cryptocurrencies in leverage trading, you should have a very good knowledge of technical analysis, and this is one aspect a lot of people neglect. Alright, so second method is spot trading. And in spot trading, you're actually buying coins itself. You know, this is quite different from leverage trading where you're just you know speculating the price and trying to make money from the price changes. In this one, you're actually buying the coin itself and you buy through an exchange. Alright. To actually do this, you need to begin a position of a coin that's like open a position that's hold the coin itself. So you need to open an exchange account, just deposit probably some USDT and then swap it to that coin, depending on how particular exchange operates but now that we've been banned from creating cryptos in Nigeria yeah, it's crazy 
the crazy yeah i think right now the only method we can use is peer-to-peer where you send somebody money and send crypto and that's it so this is basically poetry this is what you know people this poetry is one we are very aware of where people buy the particular coin and just hold it you know that if the value of the coin increases you can make money if the value of the coin increases this is very um related to the way some people buy different stuff for example like i just your stack up about 20 bags of rice maybe a bag of rice i don't know rice right now probably 25 30 000, i don't know much but but let's say a bag of rice right now is 30,000. Let's just say a bag is 30,000 right now. I can choose to buy that bag of rice now. Okay. And I speculate that, okay, being that 2022 election year, is it, sorry, 2023 election year, year in Nigeria, um, general elections, who knows, price of things might just go. So I can just choose to buy like 20 bags, 20,000, for 10,000 euro each. That's about 600,000 euro. You know, and just keep it. And next year, probably when the price has gone up to like forty-five thousand, I'm not, I'm not praying for the price to be clear because <laughs> it's definitely happening. But from episode six, yeah, staying above the water, where EY had to tell us about the whole of things which they expect. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Okay, so I'm just trying to paint an example. So probably next year, let's see the price goes up to forty-five thousand naira. That's forty-five thousand naira times twenty, but that's about nine hundred thousand naira. So I've just made. Um, 300,000 that's 900k minus 600k that's 300k I've made 300k by just holding 20 bags of rice you know doing nothing just holding them so that's how it works in crypto yeah. and you know alternatively if the price drops maybe the economy gets better I lose money probably the price drops as low as 10k I lose 150k right because now that it's 10k this month is going to be 100k okay 100k yeah know why my arithmetic is just failing me tonight okay but whatever it is yeah so let's say the price drops to 10k per bag i have 20 bags yeah what happens when i'm selling up let's say boom i'm selling up at 200k i bought at 200k i'm selling up at 200k i lost 100,000. Yeah. so this is very relatable to cryptocurrency yeah same thing that happens in sports trading yeah particularly just buy coin hold it and then the value is what determines if you make money or not this is quite simple yeah so while you know there's still a great deal of uncertainty surrounding cryptocurrencies, yeah, there are still some factors that I think you should know, you know, that have big impacts on their prices. Yeah. Aside from the uh, market shocks like news and then demand and supply, there are still some things. Although this, some of these things are part of the supply, but I just think you guys should know. For example, the coin's total supply, like the total supply of the coin really has a way of affecting the price of the coin, meaning that if the supply is excessive, you know. For the coin to pump, you know, or increase in value, it's difficult. But you know, Dogecoin broke that rule. Dogecoin had, you know, I think it had you know, a limitless number of supply, and boom, it still did about 800 around January 27, 2001. It's funny that I remember this day because that was a very sad day for me. The sad day being that I bought I bought Dogecoin two weeks before it made before it pumped. You know, I bought a whole lot. I think I bought up to. Um, Probably eight thousand units of Dogecoin because it was it was literally worthless at that zero point zero 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 one. Yes, so many zeros. And then I just bought it. I'm like, oh, Dogecoin, Dogecoin. There was you know some hype about it, so I just bought it. Get my wallet. So I needed money. I think um about a week later, I was like, oh, fine. Let me just take this money. When is more in there? I'll buy Dogecoin back. And then I bought the money. Do what I wanted to do with it. Yeah. 
So eventually, the day I was going to pay the money back, boom, I woke up, Dogecoin had done 200%. How? Okay, fine, yeah. No, I'm not. No, man, no, man. Uh, pump, pump and dump now. He don't pump, he will dump. For where? And that day I was traveling, I was traveling from Lagos to Akure. I was like, okay, fine, let me just chill for a pump. So, like, maybe 100% back in our apron. And then, boom, Dogecoin, 400%. Okay, no, yeah, when I checked in the evening again, I got into Akure. I support point being about 800 and 70% back. Wow. Wow. So yeah, Dogecoin basically broke this, you know, limitless supply thing. Yeah. So the coin supply, however, can still affect the price of the coin, you know. Also the market capitalization, that is the total amount invested in that coin. That's in dollars, that's the market cap. Also affects the price. And also how the public you know, perceive this coin, public's perception of the coin, actually affects the price of the coin. So, as I see nowadays, folks who go to decentralized finance tokens, DeFi tokens, just concerned about the community backing the token, or even NFT guys, you know, they're concerned about the community backing the tokens. Because to be honest here, this also plays a very important role in the price of a crypto coin or token. Alright, so um, other factors like the technology behind the coin and then some, you know, major occurrences like regulatory changes and security, which is probably an event is going on or maybe they had a breach and then what happens, the coin might dump because people now lose faith in that token. So these are the basic things that have affects the price of the cryptocurrency. Alright, so moving on here is the Forex market. This is literally my best market. I'm like, but this is the I'm most active. Forex basically means foreign exchange. Yeah, in case you don't know, must have been Forex. Forex, but what's Forex? Forex simply is foreign exchange. You know, the first three letters of foreign and the first letter of exchange, EX, Forex. And it's also a centralized global marketplace where national currencies can be traded. So you are on the crypto markets, we trade cryptocurrencies, crypto coins, and all of that. On the forex markets, all we trade are currency like US dollar, Japanese yen, Great Britain pounds, that's GDP, you know, Australian dollars, New Zealand dollars, and the likes of them. Yeah, so basically, trade currency themselves. So in the forex market, the transaction entails the exchange of one currency for another. This is the largest financial market in the world, just for you. And in this market, well, trillions of dollars traded on a daily basis. Last time I checked, it was about $6.7 trillion on a daily basis. That means every day, $6.7 trillion going around in the forest market. So you see the size of this market. It's a very huge market, right? So in the forest market, currency pairs, like I said, are traded. And um, forest trading is basically, you know, buying and selling of currency pairs. That's what forest trading is. So you are betting that, okay, yeah, since um, US dollar, yeah, America has released one or two news on certain things, that means, yeah, um, Price of US dollars should go up against probably Japanese yen or the Canadian dollars or whatever it is. So yeah, basically, you know, exchanging um currencies, that's what we do in the forest market basically. And the purpose of forest trading is to buy currency when it's undervalued, like I said, also like crypto market. But you're buying when it's undervalued and selling the value that is that's all. Alright. That's actually not all though, but that is the simplified all in quotes. Being that you need to have good knowledge of technical analysis for you to properly train the forex market. Like most financial markets are Forex is also driven by demand and supply dynamics. But it's important that you still understand some factors that influence the price of the Forex. Um, I mean, the influence movement in the Forex market. Yeah, like we have interest rates, you know, news releases like FOMC this week. FOMC was so crazy. Yeah, and it just got the market, the market stagnant and it spikes here and there. It was crazy. Yeah, we have NFT release on the first Friday of every month. And that's non-farm payroll news, okay? 
what don't use places like that the economic data the market sentiments credit ratings of the country a whole lot here can affect the forex market and like i said you need to have good understanding of technical analysis in the forex market for you to probably to properly trade this market all right so last market i'm talking about i'm not building the forex market because i believe this is a market many of us have something that i'm talking let me know i make assumptions or just mention a few things about the forex market here yeah. So the forex market is that market where people come and they, they, they just blow their account to the market. They are waiting to trade on our forex. So there, there's this there's this um, general understanding that the forex market is also risky, being that those coming there blow funds. So I'll, I'll tell you, yeah, there are so many reasons why people blow these funds, and I'll just mention a few of them. Common mistakes new traders make. Like overconfidence. So some people come into this market with so much confidence, and they believe. That oh yeah, I don't start thinking on myself, and then suddenly ignore risk management, trading psychology, and a whole lot. Yeah, it's crazy. I've been that these are actually factors that even supersede technical analysis. You can be the best analyst in the world and be worse and be bad trader. I see that a lot. Yeah. So another thing is um, over trading. So yeah, fine, you can trade good, but you have to trade too much. You know, knowing when to stop, knowing when not to trade is actually. A very big skill in trading, knowing when not to trade, because the whole lot of traders don't even know when not to trade. All right, and that means um, over leveraging. This is basically you doing more than the capacity of your account should do. It's just like you have fifty thousand naira in your account and you are taking a bet of hundred thousand naira somewhere, or you are buying stock of hundred thousand naira. You need to pass yourself, boss. A lot of people do in forex market. Yeah, you have said because of of the leverage I've been giving you, because leverage is basically giving you access to more funds than you come in with because people have that knowledge that oh yeah i have leverage you know over leverage a whole lot of mistakes like this yeah but let's not get on mistakes right? i just want to inform you about this market so you can decide on the market you know you love to do it all right so the last market i'll be you know talking about tonight is the stock exchange market you know so when most people hear the phrase stock trading or stock exchange they know Randomly envision hundreds of people sitting in a room full of filled computers, you know, punching their decks, their keyboards, and you know, locking million dollar trade, you know. And this is a question that the stock market is for big boys. I don't know what I've seen more for Wall Street, but I used to, you know, have that knowledge that, oh yeah, stock market is for big players, and then for the stock market, probably need to be, need to have, you know, a computer on Wall Street in America or something like that. Yeah, 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 there are those, but <laughs> stock trading simply involves buying and selling individual stock shares of a corporation or company. Okay, so what is a stock? Is a share of stock is simply a small amount of a company's ownership. So when you buy a stock of a company, basically buy your way into the ownership of that company, and you know, you become one of the owners. Yes, it's as it's as, it's as interesting as that. So when you buy the stock of a company, you're actually one of the owners of that company. But you may not know because you didn't have the knowledge. Okay, now I know you are probably beginning to imagine how many companies you can own, you know, just take off fifty dollar and buy stock here, buy stock here, and say, yeah, I'm an owner in this. Yeah, it works that way, yeah, but the thing is, there are actually superior owners, I would say, those who have bought more percentage than you have. You are probably buying zero point zero 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 two percent with your fifty dollars, you know. But it's still exciting to, you know, to know that, yes, I'm one of the owners of, you know, a particular company. So, shares of stock, you know, have the price that change, you know, just the way you have prices that change, and other money, you also have prices that change, and these prices, 
are influenced by a lot of things you know, that concerns the company's stock. For example, the management team of the company. The time, for example, when Jack Dossi was brought down as the CEO of Twitter, what happened there? Boom. Yeah. So the management team can affect the price of the stock as well as the state of the economy where that company is situated. And also affect the price of the stock. And the business decision basically made by the company can influence the price of the stock. So yeah. As a stock trader, you know, you want to buy a stock when it's on the value that is, and then sell when the price increases. So you're yeah, basically buying, you know, a share of that company when the company is still, you know, probably very young and holding it for a long time. But the big boys can come in any time. Look at Elon Musk. Elon Musk came in, I think, last week and just bought about 13%. But he bought, you know, a reasonable percentage of Twitter and now the biggest owner. So you see, sell the chest stock and be when you have your money. Sure. Stock is not just for the big boys, but when you have your money, it can be very, very interesting. Okay, so you are basically buying the stock, probably when you never believe in the company, and then you're selling years later. Alright? So as of 2016, yeah, um, there were about 60 stock exchanges in the world. The New York Stock Exchange, NYSE, and then NASDAQ, that's National Association of Securities Dealers on Automated Quotations. That sounds very heavy in my mouth, but just keep it short. NASDAQ, you know, NYC and NASDAQ are two largest stock exchanges. And on the NYC, there are currently like over 2,000 different entities listed. You know, while on NASDAQ, there are like about 3,000, you know, stocks listed. You know, so when it comes to recognizing, you know, trading chances, you, you have, you have a lot of options, you have a lot of stocks to buy from. But that doesn't mean you're just going and buy stocks because you now know what stocks are. You now that stocks make you not the bonus. No. There's still some homework to be done. Yeah, you don't just go in and buy stocks because you want to buy stocks. There's still some research to be done. There's still some analysis to be done and a whole lot. Yeah. So to, basically to access these markets, like to access the stock and forex markets, for example, you need brokers. So brokers are that intermediary guy yeah, that takes to buy orders to sell orders on your behalf, you know, to transparent price. Usually form of commissions and swaps and all of that. For example, yeah, you go to a, a store to get something, yeah, and then there's someone that tends to representing the store, alright? Broker is basically like a dining family, that person can basically have access to. So that's what the broker is basically that intermediary. Alright, so to access any mar- any market, for like the stock and forex markets, you need to have a broker. Why? Because Normally, yeah, we're not supposed to be trading this market because it was actually for the big players. But because, you know, brokers have come into place, a whole lot of, you know, changes have been made, you cannot trade the market. You know, broker basically has a portion or a say in the market and then you buy from their own sale. So you are trading through them. Alright, so just like, uh, someone buys a truckload of damages cement, you know, that person buys that from the factory, then you now go to that person to buy. So that person buys that like, broker in in this scenario, right. and then the charge the commissions of swaps. Swaps are like overnight charges. You know, when you to run overnight or for the weekend, you charge the class, and that's all the swap commission. I think commission is what you are charged when you open a trade. You know, these things are usually very small, yeah, so it's not bother. Yeah. So just know one thing: whether you opt to start trading cryptos, or stocks, or forex, you need to have good you know knowledge of technical analysis. A good thing can I see background to assist you in timing, trade, entries, and exit points. Yeah, as much as you may know a whole lot about research, if you cannot properly time your entries and exits in the market, it will not be a good thing for you. So, you need to understand 
this thing. Also, you need to have you know, an understanding of fundamentals, you know, like reading economic reports, news releases, key events. Now, these things might sound so big and so huge, but trust me, they are easy things. Once you get to know this thing, you know, it just become part of you. All right. So now, I believe with, with this being said, yeah, you have probably you now have an insight on oh yeah, I think I'm chosen this market for that market for this other market. So this episode is basically giving an insight into what trading feels like or trading just have an idea of trading right so i think this is where i'll draw the cutting always on the imprint here we get into the parts where we now interact with one another so i've been seeing the exciting conversation going on in the chat box between ay and bernard and really you know interesting you're talking about communities and all of that so if you want to speak here on this episode quite easier just click on the raise hand button so you can just you know air your opinion probably you want to tell us the market you're not interested in or you want to tell us more about this market probably you have better than anything you know can just go ahead and unmute your mic meanwhile while while we are doing that i'll just love to you know, read out the conversation going on so i believe this conversation started when we we're talking about you know things that affect the market like demand and supply and then you um AY said ETH also has a max supply and it's pumping like okay that was Bernard but I said ETH also has a max supply and it's pumping like max yeah it is anyway I was like is it over supply yeah so if the coin has massive demand it naturally stimulates its massive supply demand is a function of utility users can derive yeah and then um, Bernard was like in the case of Dodge community over supply AY said he didn't say so a good community must a good a good community can be a way to stimulate demand also to be honest but not for long term yeah right the memes and all the energies in the community that influence the world like Elon Musk you know influence Dodge musicians and celebrities influence you know the AYC is called a yacht club I guess yeah and it's basically a club backing a very strong NFT board a yeah, it's crazy, yeah. AY said, yeah, community works also. I'm just saying that you may not be reliable for the long term. Look at a lot of main points that sprung up last in this community. I'm literally there right now, honestly, yeah. It's community, yeah, fine, you can do that. But if the utility of that token is not um, defined, trust me, yeah, a whole lot of things will just go to the ground in a very short period of time. And it's awesome. Even if AY would not want to raise his hands to speak, yeah, I'm still going to call on him to speak. He knows that, he knows that, yeah. AY, AY has been on the imprint two times, has spoken two times as a guest speaker and you know, those two times have been very, very exciting. I mean, the first one was episode, episode six, but we had to talk about sustainable work, I know, valuable financial tips for um, surviving economic downtimes and they have been so helpful. Being that most of the things he even mentioned, they are things that are actually happening right now. But AY is like an economic prophet, I would say. Yeah, and it's also my chief. I would love that you just go ahead and put it in See if you think so. See if you think. Fortune. You know, I've always said so. You know, I've always said so. <laughs> good evening, guys. It's good to be back here. Actually, I've, I've not been around for a while. Good evening. It's nice to have you back here. Thank you very much. Um, You've basically said everything. You've basically said everything about cryptocurrency, Forex, and um, the stock markets. And they are basically um, investment vehicles if you are looking to enter into the trading world. And what you have noticed is that they are basically evolving. For instance, the proper trading started from trading stock markets, then from stock markets 
maybe some commodities uh, market also like gold and silver and the likes then the markets move to forex and then from forex now we are also seeing cryptocurrency come out and who knows what else what other assets will come out again in the nearest future or maybe cryptocurrency might be the end of it all. who knows so it's basically an evolving and i think that is why stock trading looks to be like almost dead in this part of the world especially in nigeria though there are some stock brokers but they are very very quiet and they just have few people and they are not easily accessible as you'll be seeing forex broker up and down mm-hmm. yeah i agree they're not easily accessible at all exactly if you go to youtube now you'll be seeing you'll be seeing a lot of advertisements from brokers and all that yeah so one quick thing i just want to say is this about trading trading forex and and cryptocurrencies that before you go into it make sure you know what it is you are going into most of the time me personally i became interested in in trading forex through an ad that i saw that's around 20 2017 or 2018 thereabouts so most of us will come across adverts on social media instagram youtube etc those adverts is not from they are not from forex themselves i was thinking then that that are in my ignorance that the advert was from forex themselves but it's rather from brokers and from exchanges crypto exchanges and forex brokers and the reason why these people are pushing their adverts to use because when you decide to start trading and you start trading your money with them they get commissions whether you win or you lose so that is the reason why we have a crazy outpouring of advertisements from different brokers they want you to register on their platform and basically trade so my point is that those adverts you are seeing, they are mostly not to your own advantage. The adverts are coming out because the broker wants to feed. They wants to feed off the commission of your trade. So before you put 100% of your trust in what they are seeing in advertisements, make sure it is a path you are willing to go through. Because the truth is that trading is a journey. I've come to appreciate it. I've been trading for a while now and I've come to appreciate trading as a journey. And believe me, it is, especially if you are someone that is heavy on self-development, developing yourself, developing your psychology, your mindset, your analytical capacity. Trading fulfills all this. It is just like playing chess. The moment you can attain that, that mastership at it, you become a changed person. It changes even the way you think, even the way you look at the outside world, even your tolerance to events that happen in the outside world. As I was saying, there's usually a joke that goes around that crypto traders, you can't break their hearts because the market has already broken their hearts. And that's just one of the things it does. It gives you this resistance to to suffering on different dimensions. Basically, if you are going into trading, trading forex or trading cryptocurrency, look at the look at the bright side of it. Look at the aspect of it developing you. Because most of the times we have people that they are educated but they are not developed in their mind. So what trading can do for you is that it can help develop you on the long run and then you can become a better person even to your own self and to your own society. Of course, the profit will come the moment you attain your mastery. So most times people get into trading and they just want the profit. It is misplaced priority and the profit never comes. So you can easily lose your money and blow your account. Trading is just like learning a trade or going to school. Some of us are in schools or some of us have gone to schools or some of us are hoping to go to school. 
and even when we go to these schools we spend four or five years or six seven years depending on the cost and of course as we again <laughs> even when we go to this school there is still no guarantee that when you come out you get a job or when you get a job there's no guarantee that the job will be well paying or if it's well paying there's no guarantee that your boss will not owe you so there is no guarantees to all the things that we invest so much energy to do in life so why then are you expecting that there'll be a guarantee when you start trading go into it if it's something you have prepared your mind to do but learn follow the process and the process will take years now the adverts you'll be seeing on social media will not tell you all this but this is the truth and this is the reason why when, when people try it once, once or twice they get frustrated and they say oh that cryptocurrency thing is a scam that trading thing is a scam it is a process a journey just like you you, you own a business there is almost no business, especially in this Nigerian environment, that will succeed in the first one year or the first two years. It's not just possible. Even if you have your capital, you still need to put solid structures in place. And those things take time. Those are things that money cannot buy. So when it comes to trading also, there are things that money cannot buy. Even if you have your money to fund your accounts, there are experiences that money cannot buy. That has to come with time. So just stay patient and stay faithful to the process. And once the, once the process starts coming to play, you become a changed person in even the way you view the world. And much more, your pocket also will start to change. At least Fortune can tell us um, a bit more that it is it's starting to cash out massively now. Right? I'll reserve my comments. All right. Um, it's really exciting. Very exciting. Hey, why? actually had to take us back in time in fact from all the way how you got introduced to the forex market yeah myself i would have loved to give you my whole background story but i think that will be on that episode on the imprint yeah i promise that will be episode 20 i guess the journey yeah move it up to 19 maybe next week or so it just follows this flow and i love that i love that yeah like ay said ay is very right the forex market does not only make you money also teaches you a whole lot of self-development I mean, looking at when I started trading in 2019 and now 2022, I know a whole lot of things that have changed in the way I think, the way I react to things, my mindset. I've learned patience, like, literally learned patience. So if you're that guy who really wants to, or that lady, or that person who really wants to, you know, be having us on self-development, improve your mental skills. I bought a course in 2020, yeah, and the opening of that course was, it's like, I still remember vividly what he said. The average man is not wired to properly trade the financial markets. Funny I remember this thing here because I read this. I think I read this course almost like every month because it's like one of the best courses I've got life. Yeah, that concerns trading. And the first word, the first words that opened that course is average human is not wired to properly trade the financial markets. What does that mean? Normal, normal. You and me knows about the trade. We are not supposed to trade because the trading thing is not me. That much I think is okay. Uh, this trading thing is not actually meant for all of us. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, because our mental capacity, our normal mental capacity, doesn't allow us to trade. Why? Because in trading, you are going to lose money. That's not right. You are going to lose money. You are definitely going to lose money. And with this in mind, yeah, a lot of emotions coming. You have fear. You have greed. A whole lot coming, and then you are so scared of the unknown. You are scared of missing out. You are scared of losing. You are scared of so many things. Yeah. And there's one thing that probably gives me an edge in I'll tell you. And I'll still lose this as business expenses. For example, when you run a business, yeah, you rent a shop, you definitely buy fuel, you definitely pay your workers and all that. So I now see those costs I me as those expenses I pay running my business. So once once you see, once you have this mindset, I, I believe 
training now becomes you know becomes normal to you become normal to you and also like i mentioned knowing when not to trade is also very important for you to have as a trader knowing when not to trade oh my god this is where like this week now the market has been really 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 you know, shaky and i will say i actually knew when to stay out of the market i knew when to stay out because i, I looked at the whole thing i took one loss today, I took another loss and I was like, oh no, no this market doesn't look like it. And there were no actual set of payouts. So knowing when not to trade, actually knowing when to sit on your hands is actually a very important skill in trading. So this week, um, despite how rough the market was, how, how much did I lose in percentage? I think I didn't even lose up to 0.5% of my account. I think I lost 0.2% of my account, just 0.2, knowing when because I knew when not to trade. Please be in there. <laughs> that, that wasn't said by me. That was said by ZT. The average human is not worth to trade financial markets. The average one is not worth to properly trade financial markets. That was ZT. I honestly don't know his real name, but I call him ZT. He owns the page. Let me not say too much about that. But yeah, no one thing here. Trading is a mental game. Yeah. I always say sometimes I say because trading is more of um, psychological than and that's one mistake a lot of people make. A lot of people believe, oh, as a trader, yeah, you should know your tech analysis. You should know the, no, all of the tech analysis is good, yeah, analysis, but it's still more psychological. Trading tests your mental game. I really have a lot. If you give me 10 hours to talk about trading, and I'm going to talk about trading for this 10 hours. There's a whole lot of things in trading account, yeah. I mean, in this trading world, I don't even want to go back to when I blew my first account, my second account. It's really interesting, yeah, because trust me, if you actually put in the work in trading, if you put in the work, you're actually going to see the results. So trading is that one thing that you know, okay, yes, if I put in um, X amount of work, I'm going to get X amount of results or Y amount of results. Yeah, because if you put in the work, you definitely see results. Trust me, you definitely see results. What am I saying is, when I started trading 2019, I was doing accounts, $300, boom, $200, boom. You know, everything was just vamoosing, if that's correct. And then look at me now. I trade for prop firms right now. Yeah, I trade for a prop firm and they, they pay me for trading, you know, with them. They pay me 30%, they take a 30% and it's crazy, yeah. It's crazy. So I just, I just, I'm just grateful for, you know, the, the speedy growth, yeah. Some people may not speak as speedy because it's three years, yeah. But then, three years of doing one thing over and over and over. But there was a time I stopped trading, just so yeah, there was a time I, I gave up, like, ah, I'm not doing trading again. And, yeah, it's crazy. I think we'll leave all of that for episode 19 or 20, yeah. The journey. Talk about my journey in trading, how I started, where I started from where I am today, how I got to where I am. The things that gave me an edge, the advantages I had, disadvantages I had, the falls I took. Yeah, falls I took. Courses I bought, oh my god. And I'll definitely always give, you know, you know, so much honor and praise to my Forex family. Yeah. Like the guys that grew together with me, and it's been awesome, yeah. Uh, we have some people raising up their hand to speak. Uh, let's take James. Yeah, let's take James. James, please go ahead. The floor is yours. Just unmute your mic and let's hear from you. After James, take Ben and here. And then we'll just wrap up for tonight. Oh, yeah, we also have our dogs here. Those things that want to speak. So, James, are you there? Just unmute your mic and let's hear from you. Yeah, I see you. <laughs> I see all the crews going on in the comment section. Yeah. Really cruise going on there. It's actually nice. James is a who we never see the job. It's okay. Thank God for good. Yeah, thank God for good. Uh, I don't think James is ready to speak with us. So let's just hear it also. Yeah. Please keep going. Good evening, everybody. Yo, good evening, Chip. 
Um, number one, I've been wanting to say this. Uh, photo, your hair did your bag. Your hair stand well. Your face show, your shoe shine. Uh, number one, number one, for creating this platform for a lot of us to come out and talk, see our mind. You know, like what you've been saying, like you did journey. I started trading when I was in 300 level, and that should be 2018, maybe 2015. Yeah. Then I just jumped into Forex. I'll just see candles going up, going down. Just say, this one supposed to go up, Jerry. Just enter. It will go up small. I'll collect money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On one or two. <laughs> you get it. Um, uh, 15K then. I don't have any dollars, but 15K then. Oh, when, by the time I go clear my account like this, it be like magic. Now you go to trade, you go to shout, Jesus, 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 take control. Oh, Benny, don't be like that. Then after, uh, I think 2019, we met Frankie, blah, blah, blah. We started learning. And then we were thinking, uh, after this training, next two weeks like this, supposed to go to the price Bentley. So go, even the price price. Don't price you don't to tell us that you want go to for Dubai now. You don't forget. <laughs> ah, baba. <laughs> hey, hey, this thing be like magic. After a while, guys started blowing account, boom, bang, boom. I remember there was this guy that loaded $200 one time. And the thing was entering, like from 200 it was in minus 50. The guy was uploading and saying to the group, minus 100. It was a long time ago. I was like, guy, close this account, make you rest. He go pay you, but you will recover, if possible. And my dad, they blow the account, oh. He blew and boom, like bomb, like say Boko Haram, you but the thing is that if you don't fail, you won't learn. That's just the truth about it. Exactly. Like I was telling someone today that if I will take you through Forex journey, just register it in your mind that we are going on a journey of six months. Six months. It was like, ah, when I can't get money, I said, it's up to you. If you want to make money, let's go six months. If you don't want to make money, go home. It's, I remember in that group, some people have bought um, courses and they drop it on the group. So sometimes you have to, you know, contribute among ourselves to just do this. Some people get angry because I'm saying, for example, I say, Euro USD, I'm seeing a buy bias. Then I know, God forbid, bad things. Since last week, I'm looking at yourself. I, I, okay, don't turn to work, guy. If I place my trade, you place your own. Anybody, you get it's a journey. Like what Fortune said, if you are not ready to take this journey, Ah, but I just boner. It's a journey. You will feel sometimes. You like he said. Yeah, see this losses like uh, expenses and expenditures. And honestly, that's just the truth about it. Okay, today I was in a trade, and one thing about me is that when I wake up in the morning, I look at the news for the day, especially USD. Like it has become a norm for me. I like okay, today two thirty. Okay, there's a news. I have to be careful. I have to set a stop loss tight because I don't know. My personal belief is that news doesn't really work for me. Sometimes it does. You get so. I was in a trade and I was in profit and the news came out and everything scattered. And I just made my SL very tight and boom, he hit my stop loss and it went the other way like, thank God, you know, pass like this. So for someone that doesn't know, the thing will just go and go and go, you know, go the opposite direction and before you know it, I can't just scatter. But there are some times that after the news, the market will go in my favor and you know, it's just a journey. If you're a trader, you have to just enjoy the process. Wins, bad days, good days, you just know that, okay, this week, uh, NFP, the following week, you have to be careful. You have to be very, especially when NFP is behaving somehow and FMOC is behaving another way. You have to be very, very careful. But all the same, just enjoy the journey. Don't trade what you cannot lose. Like I was telling you one yesterday, I can't risk what I'm not ready to lose. I can't enter a trade I'm not sure of. You get experience has taught us that thing. And it's not easy, but we are thanking God for progress. And again, I say this every time, the right association matters a lot. One thing I learned about this market is that there is no 100% certainty. You might be in a buy bias and something will happen and you are not even sure 
what happened and everything just scatter that's why risk management is so 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 important don't be too sure don't be too sure that okay it's a buy bias is going and it will continue to it will never trend forever so know when to get out and know when to stay in and know when never not know when not to trade know when never to trade okay let me just stop here for today we'll continue next time I love that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> knowing when never to trade, not just knowing when not to trade. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, man. Next week is going to be wonderful. As the dice are very crowded, the dice. Yeah, it's crazy. The dice is going to be joining. We're going to be coming to share. It's going to be so fast. Like, so fast. Like, so fast. Not the end of It's nice, yeah. It's nice. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I wish you get that, yeah. Thank you so much, Dolly, for explaining. Yeah, you see, you see. All of us here, yeah, we have experiences in trading. So, if you are going to trade in here, yeah, just know that you are going to have a very fair share of experience. Just that, depending on who shows how it is done here, yeah, you may not experience too much of what is experienced. Right? Because, you know, I'm a tutor, yeah, I tutor guys on trading and all of that here. Yeah. Ask my student, I believe the number of them are here. Even if nobody's here, I know Dari is here. Yeah, Bernard is here. These are guys that have taught how to trade markets. They have taught them how to trade markets properly. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, they have taken losses. Yeah, but they know they know the role of things. They know when to do, when not to do. When you know they they have shown them how to avoid the mistakes I make. So any mistake they are making right now, trust me, always on them because I've probably told them all the possible mistakes that can be made in this market. Like few days ago, I'm not going to mention me. One of them came to me like, oh, guy. Okay. I don't blow my pictures account. I don't liquidate. I'm like, wait, so why liquidate? See more. I don't use stop loss. I'm like, top. I've always told you I use stop loss. So wait to come with my own. You get and then you know like that, but you know, thank God it wasn't you know something huge in the blue and that's it, yeah. When you learn from the right guys, when you hear you know stories, you know, you get insights on how to do things, how not to do things. So come next episode, yeah, next week episode is going to be very interesting to 19. The journey here. Yeah. This we're talking about, you know, the experience from how we started the journey to where we are right now, and it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. All right, Diamond. Um, I think you always wanted to say something. Please let, let's hear from you. Let's hear from you now. All right. Thank you very much. Good evening, everybody. I'm happy to see that Ayo is with us today. That's one of my many financial mentors. I'm also happy to see today with us and um, I see that we have some new returnees gospel it's good to see the house full anyway shout out to David too anyway my points I wanted to just add one or two things to what Ayo was saying earlier on and maybe something on what Tosin just said I think that the way the Nigerian stock market is today is mostly as a result of should I say the nature of the country and our attitude towards it right one, nobody really sees Nigerian stock as, I, I wouldn't say nobody, a lot of us do not see Nigerian stock as something to bore ourselves over or probably seriously look into. Like, how many of us own Nigerian stocks? I, I personally don't own any Nigerian stock. So, most of us just see it as, um, not, we prefer to rather buy Amazon, buy Netflix, buy Google than buy Dangote or buy MTN, right? So, that's just the one thing and the way the economy of the country too is i think it's kind of a lot of companies that should even have stocks do not have stocks because of regulations here and there right so that's one thing then and that thing that i was talking about i was talking about trading accounts where you can have your accounts blown like your forex trading account you can have it blown and then he said something about um crypto that i think some people might probably misunderstand 
you can actually buy a coin and then it goes almost practically close to zero it might not you actually have the units right but it's almost close to worthless right? <laughs> i think you know i was going to get there <laughs> So you don't don't because some people are here and they will now say, Oh, that means crypto is easier. It's just a matter of waiting for the coin to get back up. It doesn't work that way. Some coins go down and never come up. That's the end of the case. So just in case you are thinking, oh crypto is easier, let me just look for this coin and buy it since it will never get to zero. I'm sorry, you might turn to a forceful or a forced investor that is not going to get any returns. So it's you like um, I just said there is a process and it will do you a whole world of good if you can follow that process. Fortune just mentioned the particular project. That was a project we thought was going to make us millionaires and not in Naira. I don't want to go about how that thing turned out. But the point is the way it has gone down, even I personally with the little bit of knowledge I know now, I don't I don't think that it's going to come up that much again that is if it is going to come up at all right so we just have to be careful right and when we talk about process we are not talking about um something that happens in two minutes right it took me the whole of 2021 to learn so much and right now i i i i, I usually say to myself ah if all these things i know right now if i had known them beginning of 2021 i'll be way ahead than where I currently am right now. But that's part of the process, like Tosi was also saying, right? Once you get to know what you need to know and you subject yourself to learning constantly, if you think you know it all, you go and say that I say, hey, I already know it. You are deceiving yourself. Because also, like I said, the markets are constantly evolving. There's nothing that is in one place. Before, nobody was, everybody was saying, ah, Bitcoin is Bitcoin like that. Then, um, and what is it? Venezuela, I think they accepted Bitcoin as legal tender. It's Venezuela. I hope I'm not getting the country wrong. They accepted Bitcoin as legal tender. I'll try to remember. This afternoon, I was going through CZ Binance. That's you know Binance. I was going through his um his um should I say timeline now? And I am seeing that three other countries have written proposals for to accept Bitcoin as legal tender. That's a huge step forward, right? This is all part of the process. Here in Nigeria, a lot of people are saying Bitcoin is calm, crypto is calm, Forex is calm, different things, right? People, a lot of people don't even believe in stocks. They believe that the stock market is manipulated, that it does not hold any good for the average um, man in terms of wealth. People have different beliefs. But once you decide that you want to come and learn any part of trading, be it maybe you want to... Trading is not intended only forex, crypto, and stocks. So even the way you operate a normal supermarket, right? The expenses you get there, like Fortune was saying, they are all normal parts of business, right? Those that's trading on its own. You might buy something for sale today and tomorrow it's out of the market. There are so many countless different products that people have said, ah, this product is the future. And then another product just comes from somewhere and then boom, they are overtaking them. I was talking with somebody and I don't know the discussion, please, no, no, no slight on any gender. And I was like, I've not been hearing about always. I think we should all know always. I've not been hearing about what, uh, about always. Like, they don't do that, you know what? She was not like, uh, that there are other products in the market that, are, that people feel are much better than them. And people are using most of other products now. And that's it. Once upon a time, always was the rave of the town. If you are not using always, then I wonder what you are using, right? So it's not 
only in your crypto so you may say i'm trader it does not apply to only forex and stocks and crypto then the final thing i would like to say is like an adjustment to what tosin said he said something about um i hope i've not forgotten this he said something about um trading forex right which i think i might know ah, i think i've missed this anyway when i remember I'll, I'll type it here on the group but that's just basically what i want to say please much emphasis on that part of crypto if you don't know it you don't know it please learn don't go and sit down and say you are buying one coin like that then you say because some i said that coin cannot go to zero you are your own you enter bush please Subject yourself to learning. <laughs> learning very, very important. Thank you. All right, all right. Thank you so much, Daddy Victor Diamond. Yeah, it's awesome to have you here. I don't know if if James is still on the call. I would love to you know, call James up, you know, to hear his opinion on what he wanted to say. Uh, we're already over fifteen time, guys. You guys are still raising your hands. All right, let's take let's take five minutes and then maybe we'll take and toss him again. So. Um, Okay, good day, guys. <laughs> that was said something that was making me laugh. Someone said on the call. Said something about you don't learn. Better go and learn before you, you just go and lose money. Crypto is very. It's one of the easiest ways. One of the slowest ways to lose money. You would think that a coin will not get to zero. Mindset we had. There was no need to tell you one of that monster. I think early last year. There was this coin that he was seen on Binance. Binance wrote the letter that they are going to delete that coin. Binance that said no. That, that coin. Indonesia said it. Before we knew it, on the group, that was alpha. That was order you don't go. <laughs> so, so, if you don't know, <laughs> if, if you don't know, just <laughs> Why? I mean, this is not necessary. If we are starting about how much you've lost relating with this trading, then probably you probably the draft is a lot more desirable. I did not really want to mention the amount, but then when he said this, I knew where he was coming from. The money yeah, lost right. in crypto, I'm sure he lost more than that money for itself because crypto. <laughs> so, but. What I'm trying to say, well, I, I need to mention something. Um, one thing I feel like, which I don't know, maybe because the, the way the discussion is going, everybody is not even going to that. The truth is, in forex and businesses, I think for a business, my business, a real business, I will tell you that for you to break even when doing a business, it takes you at least five years before you really break even. It means that for you to really start making profit from doing a new business, it takes you at least five years. It applies the same with forex so um i feel like a lot of times most people feel like after six months after learning forex like going pay for a car a cost on a dollar you found your that is making millions from from it yeah some people take some people will come and after three months four months five months six months they're already making money so it will take them one year and you that you are taking time you feel like because you are taking time you are two years and you're not making money you are not there yet. I know people that started trading just six months or seven months ago. They are already turning, they are already making $500 weekly. Some of us have not even done $100 weekly yet. And so the thing is, the process, the journey, or the process for every individual is different. We want to understand that the process for everybody is different. You can come into the forex market or the crypto, the financial market in general, and in less than six months, you are making 
and some people can come in three years, you know, and you feel like oh, this is going to work So our times, our our journeys in this in this environment is different. The best thing is to submit yourself to learning. That is what our knowledge is about. Don't jump any process. If you are going to do this, if you are going, if the financial market is interesting, truth be told, it is very interesting. It it has a whole no lot of possibilities in it. You can make it. You can make You can make money. You can get straight. It's just how it is. So the truth is, just submit yourself to learning. And again, there is nothing like luck. Yeah, there is nothing like luck in the financial market. Everybody you see making it in the financial market has paid the price one way or the other. When I started learning, the first week, I used to say this story tomorrow, the first two weeks of learning, I had headache every day. For the next, for the, for 14 good days, I had headache every day. I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm, just, I'm like the slowest learner in the group. Because I, I, I went to almost everybody's DM to ask questions. Fortune can testify. Diamond can testify. Even David can testify. Almost everybody in my group, they can testify. I come to everybody's DM to ask questions. Because it's not going to be easy. And again, it's not going anywhere. It's been there before our parents born. It's just that it's been evolving. Before it was just stocks. Before we cannot even trade the ten dollar, twenty dollars. Now the some of the brokers are coming. Different ways of making money. We have uh, features of it that is derivative on crypto. Have derivative in the forest, which is synthetic indices. So there are a lot of uh, new innovations that come into the financial market every day. So it's not something that is going to disappear. Maybe two years from now, years from now. It's, it's, if you take it as a career, I think at the end of the day, a lot of us are going to play. Ten years from now, a lot of us will start saying, oh, that's fine. Thank you very much. Alright, awesome on here. Awesome on from Peter there. Peter, passionate there. Yeah. I see he was very passionate in the way he spoke here. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, um, awesome on here. Yeah. Like you said, the financial markets are not going anywhere. Relax on your easy learning and give room to proper understanding. That's the only thing you can drive in this market. Proper understanding. Before I started making money in this market, I needed to have a proper understanding of what goes on in the market. Not just what I see, but I had to take down to look for what on the, you know, those things that happen on the ground. That's really what made me have a better understanding of this market. Trust me, uh, if you don't even proper understanding, you are just going to be winking it. And one thing um, Peter mentioned is very important. He said there's no luck in this market. And that's 100% true. Yeah, there's no luck. And that's why whenever I start my trading months, yeah, <laughs> to be honest, I can predict how my trading months go from the beginning. Whenever I start my trading months, because I definitely take into this. If the first trade I take is a win, more than months, trust me. I hope not to take a loss first because. That was that money or EY or, or, or those I can't remember. But someone mentioned something. He said, you know, when you, you lose your ad, it makes you sit back and have a second thought on second thing. And I also said this on episode of the printing. I said, when we fail, yeah, we're not looking in the direction that we have not looked in the office. Whenever I think that eventually is a loss, I'm like, oh yeah, nice. Now now we started. Yeah. So it now takes me to relax. No matter how many years I'm trading, 10 years, 20 years, you are still going to have all these emotional truths you know, on you once or twice. It's normal that human, right? But over time, you are going to get better and everything is still. You know, I can recognize when, okay, I'm trading, you know, when, in fact, I don't even trade again because my mind keeps me in check. I never risk it. So that's actually a large amount. I never risk it. Um, up to 1% of my account on the trade, I only lose 0.5%, at most 0.7%. So even if I'm losing, I imagine 
if any hit down the dollar account and you are losing, or losing 0.5%. I mean, that's like $250,000, $50,000. So that's really, that really do not seem But that, that's really how you can thrive in this market. Yeah. This trading series is really interesting. But for the next 10, probably 12 episodes, we'll be having interesting sections like this. And I was, I was speaking with the member of my team, the branch manager of my team, which is Dam. Yeah. You know, we're looking at people will be bringing in to me and I was like wow fortune so you can really do this and I like, yeah yeah we'll do this yeah so you guys just relax like, the next episode is going to be very 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 mind blown yeah you know we're taking one more person and then run this episode and that's Bernard okay so Bernard Bernard is the administrative director of the Inframe Podcast so Bernard go ahead the floor is yours yeah good evening yeah, I hope you're having in this time. Like, what I want to say or emphasize on is having been in an active community or a community that wants growth as like as the best thing you can get first in all these things. If you want to grow, like you want to grow fast or you want to grow at all, you need to be in a community that wants growth. Just like now everybody is sharing their loss, everybody is laughing together. Like if you are not in this type of community, you can't learn. But when you get together with people that, okay, I have this experience, I've learned this, then you can share what you've learned, then you are, you are able to grow, you are able to move forward from that. So you should always try in this space, everywhere, anywhere you are, in any space you are. Make sure you are in a group of people that want your growth, or in a group of people that, okay, that wants growth. That's like an active community. Make sure you are in an active community, that community is moving you. And make sure you're this type of person that wants to impact some people. Like, I notice this situation, like, even if you're in a group and you're dropping things there, like, and you're noticing people that, okay, this guy is doing it, you can enter the person's DM, discuss with the person, like, how far, guy, how far, how are you doing this thing? Like, it will help you grow more. It will help you move faster. Because when you drop something in, this, in the person's DM, when the person sees something similar to that, the person will also return it to you, like, ah, guys, see what I saw. So you guys are learning together. Even if the person is bigger than you, the person will always like make reference to you and when he sees anything similar to that. So like make sure you are impacting in people. Like when you impacting people, other people intend to impact in you. Make sure you are giving out. Like when I look at um like I look at fortune and I look at like the niche, how he got to know NK investor somewhere, all of them, I would like how like if he didn't impact in them, like it will be a nobody to them, but it impacted something to them, and it was able to gain something from them in return. Anything you are doing, make sure you are in an active community where you learn. It will help your growth. You able to grow faster. That will give you the drive of standing up back. But when you are in a community that doesn't want your growth, if you go to guarantee or you go to guarantee, but today now, if you are in a community that wants you, even if you are going to guarantee, you see people that are putting you up back. So it needs to be a community and make sure you are impacting that community. So that's what I just have to say. Thank you. Awesome one from Bernard. You are fantastic one from Bernard. Bernard is absolutely correct. Yeah. Being a community, yeah, for a community that fosters groups, trust me, is actually a valuable point. Um, Bernard just took time to explain what we talk about in the two of the inventory relationship currency. Very fantastic episode. I think that's a diamond best episode. Uh, awesome one. Thank you so much, Ben. Yeah, thank you so much. You see, the community that actually wants to go is a community you should definitely be among. But there are, there are both communities, though. Just one disadvantage of communities is information overload. And that's one thing I always tell my students, from my the guys I talk to about trading. Yeah. Information overload is one thing that can't kill you. Know, when you are trying to gather some information, 
very free possible source. You're going to end up gathering just information that you can process and you know, bring it out to make sense. All right. All of these are really for you know the next episode of anything. There is so much to discuss. I'm glad we got to start doing this. I'm so excited here. See you guys next week. Yeah, see you guys next week. Um, so many new developments going on on the imprint. We're now on Twitter, we're now on TikTok and Instagram. Doing well. To do well, keep us at the imprint underscore underscore on Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah, so much. And I really must say a very big thank you to every member of my team that was made this possible. Trust me, without these guys, the imprint would not be possible. Thank you so much to everyone of my team. Prince Podcasting here. It's been awesome. Yeah, it's been awesome to work with you guys. Thank you so much to everyone who also had the end here. Trust me, if you guys are not here to listen, who likes speaking to nobody? So you guys also make this thing very possible. Oh, you also make this thing possible. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Um, this will enjoy the cutting for tonight. I remain your favorite podcaster for Jim Edwards. Catch you guys next week. Do enjoy the rest of your week. Cheers. Sign out. <laughs>